0: All right, we're back here in the Ohio wind, and man, we have not had this guy on for a couple months. I miss talked them, and I'm excited to reconnect. Mitch Seemley, uh, he's an actor, director. He does a lot of great things, and he's Ohio himself. He's down there in the Cincinnati area. Thanks for coming on, Mitch. How are you?
1: Hey, great,
0: doing well actually. All things considered. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, we're. Uh, We're making things work. Uh, That's the uh, theme of this morning. So, hey, great to have you on, Mitch. I want to ask, and we always like having uh, people in the film industry and musicians and everything come on. I got to ask you, I think we talked last year when COVID was first starting, and we weren't quite sure what was happening. What has COVID been like for you? Because I know it's hard for creators right now, because sometimes COVID puts limits on what you can do. How, what's last year been like for you? Well, um, I mean, it's been a time of,
1: uh, of, of, I mean, because I'm a writer, first and foremost, I write, direct, produce, even do some acting, but uh, writing is the core thing for me. I mean, if God rolled back the clouds, Monty Python style, and said, "Edge, uh, you know, uh, pick one, that would be it. That's the core issue. So I've been focusing uh, very much on my writing, um, working on a novelization of uh, Healing River for a publisher that I've been talking with. And uh, spent this last year very much uh, working on that, developing my blog, uh, and uh, also uh, currently doing uh, uh, a graphic novel illustration of a comedy uh, okay. that came out last year as well. So, uh, focusing on the written stuff.
0: Good, good. And thankfully, that's something that you'd Keep doing no matter what's going on outside. Yeah, um, exactly. How has Healing River gone? I know when we first talked, Healing River was a movie that was coming out to Amazon. Uh, it was just starting. Uh, how, how has that gone for you in the past year? Uh, have people watched it? Has it been going pretty well? It's been
1: done. It's been done. It's done really, really well, Chris. It's been, okay. uh, it was the, was the most. Uh, the top rated uh, inspirational movie on Amazon Prime last year. Uh, And it still is. So far into this year it it still holds the top position. Uh, And so Amazon when something is well regarded and gets a lot of positive responses from people Amazon promotes it to people with the uh, if you like that movie you might want to watch this one too sort of thing and that pushes up the reach of of the film beyond just the people that uh you know the grassroots thing was was amazing. I mean, um, its its message is uh, intensely important, uh, uh, and um, it's just reached a lot of people. I mean, we've had notes from people saying, "Wow, I'm going to have to change my life." You know, <laughs> it's uh, it's been very uh, uh, very satisfying on uh, every level.
0: Yeah, if you have Amazon Prime, I know a lot of you have it. But yeah, definitely check it out. A, a kind of a gritty police drama maybe not your typical inspirational movie but uh it's as you said it has a very powerful message
1: yeah um and actually just a note on amazon it's on a quite a few platforms now Oh,
0: okay basically. good
1: it's expanded beyond amazon prime by the way you do not have to be a prime member to watch it huh. uh it's uh, it's i think there's a 3.99 charge if you're okay. not or something if you're prime it's free um but uh, it's also on a number of other platforms and uh, one free platform also uh, called 2BTV. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the only downside to that, which is a downside to me because I'm a purist, is that it interrupts several times throughout the film with commercial breaks. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're kind of random, so they can come like in the middle of a dialogue, you know. Uh, but it's free. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well that's, It's also gone international.
1: It's starting to go international now. Um, good. So it took a long time to get past uh, the North American release initially.
0: Good. And then you were saying it was interesting, because I remember when we spoke last, you were talking about this Notzilla, and that was kind of a, it was an over-the-top kind of comedy thing. I think you were developing it back then, but now it's more reality. Uh, tell us about, about that.
1: Well, like Healing River, initially it was expected to hit movie theaters first, uh, but the pandemic uh, yeah. <laughs> essentially, for all intents and purposes, shuttered movie theaters. Uh, now there's gradually a trickle starting to flow back into the theaters. Uh, so uh, the production company did distribution deals with digital distributors, uh, and uh, they released. Uh, it's the same distribution company, uh, or excuse me, the different distribution company, but the same production company uh, behind both of the films, and uh, they released Notzilla uh, mid-summer, late-summer uh, of last year, uh, and initially it was a very low-key, they have very limited promotional budget, so they were depending on word-of-mouth. And uh, there was a glitch. Uh, they were doing some, some of the mi- limited amount of promotion to let people know the movie's out there. Uh, well, it's based on using tag words on Facebook uh, to you know, let people are interested in a particular kind of thing, you know, see the trailer. And, and uh, they found out that uh, the pe- person that they uh, uh, asked to, to do that didn't understand what they were asking for. They used the wrong tag words. that had nothing to do... The film, and so the initial response was weak. Then, when they discovered that, they started using tag words like Godzilla and also spoofy movies like Airplane and uh, and you know, movies that have a similar appeal. Um, and uh, it all of a sudden it's like just exploded. You know? Yeah, <laughs> people, people who like comedy <laughs> found out about the movie, and uh, and so a lot of word of mouth now, people to telling their friends and. We've
0: even had some Nodzilla viewing parties and things, you know, stuff like that. Well, tell us about it. I mean, obviously there's a Godzilla, at least a keyword that helps with that. But uh, for those who haven't heard of it, what can we expect from it? It's a a real
1: over-the-top comedy. It's a a very affectionate send-up of old monster movies, not just the... you know, the Godzilla Kaiju type movies but also uh, American monster movies. Of, of, uh, the movie, the story is set in the early 60s and it plays like it's an early 60s monster movie. Uh, and because we decided to shoot it in Ohio uh, and uh, in the US uh, and there are about three professional actors in the Cincinnati area <laughs> uh, having it set in Japan, which is who <laughs> the original story was, didn't fly. So we completely revamped the story and uh, we've got a young Japanese paleontologist who's trying to save the last surviving member of a particular species of monster called a Nautzillosaurus. The the armed forces are killing them off because they have problems every couple of weeks with giant monsters in Japan Mm -hmm. in the story. So he steals this egg and vows to its dying mother to save her baby and he brings it to uh, the U.S. and accidentally flushes it down the toilet of the airplane, uh, <laughs> and it ends up in the Ohio River. Oh, man. Um, and uh, and it's discovered by the head of a secret nuclear testing organization called Snuggie, uh, the secret uh, underground government installation, which is 500 stories underneath the ground in Cincinnati. And they, they're they blasting jars loose this egg to the surface, and... And everything would be fine except its species is affected by alcohol. Uh, yeah. and it grows to abnormal proportions. The young scientist explains that normally it's about the size of, say, a man in a rubber suit. Uh, but then it grows to massive dimensions if it's exposed to alcohol. Well, the lead scientist who's an idiot thinks it would be fun to give it beer. Uh, and uh, because this is Cincinnati, right? And that's mm-hmm. what all takes <laughs> off. <is. laughs> so, you've got a giant, basically toddler monster, uh, who's pretty much just playing, and mm-hmm. that's the, and then they have to stop the crazy scientist and so on and so on, and all the classic tomes, you know.
0: Okay, yeah, that's the one where can we see Godzilla
1: So Uh, it's all over the place, It's okay. on Amazon Prime, it's on.
0: Snuggie or uh, in Snuggies, Truvy TV. Yeah, your
1: favorite. Uh, <laughs> uh, the DVD is out, and you can uh, you can get the DVD from you know Walmart and uh, uh, all the all the outlets and things like that. It's also on uh, a number of other platforms. <laughs> uh, YouTube. Not a lot of people know this, but YouTube has uh, streaming service. subscriptions okay. Prescriptions. Yeah. Subscription.
0: Yeah. Well, and make sure. Um, the know how to spell it when it's in the place. It's N-O-T-Z-I-L-L-A.
1: Exactly, just like
0: you said. Okay, saying. great, great. Yeah. And Craig, I'll tell you, uh, Mitch, Craig is our pop culture movie expert of the panel. So, oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, Craig, Craig wants to ask you something. So, Craig, what you got for us uh, Yeah,
2: I have a couple of questions. Thanks for joining us today, Mitch. I, I definitely appreciate it. But, uh, you know, one of the things that you kind of said that really struck me was, um, you know, working with actors that are both trained professionally and maybe that are just trying to break in, maybe don't have the training or maybe trying to give it a go to try to make it. What is it like for you as a, as a director, as a producer kind of coming in and, and working with experienced and non experienced actors? It's,
1: it's really a uh, home base for me. I'm very familiar with it. Uh, in LA, I used to live in Los Angeles and so I worked in the movie industry there And when you're working on independent films, uh, especially uh, here in Ohio, you're working with a, there's actually a really large base of very, very talented uh, professional and semi-pro, and by semi-pro I'm not referring to talent level, just to the degree to which they make a living at it, uh, actors in this area, but most of them are stage actors, you know. And, uh, and so they're, they're used to it. There's an adjustment. I mean, acting is acting, but there's an adjustment from going to stage to film. Uh, and so in some cases, now some of these films are pretty seasoned. They're in some of the Hollywood movies that have been shot in the Cincinnati area. Uh, but others are, uh, one guy, uh, who plays one of the supporting leads in the film, uh, he is he plays, a a, a general, um, a very second-rate general. Uh, he's he's uh, actually a frigid air general. He's in charge of all air conditioning services for the military, and he ends up in charge of the armed forces uh, trying to stop the monster in a movie. But, and uh, he was in a very serious, straight role in our, uh, our, uh, in our previous film, Healing River, and it was his first film. And he's a brilliant actor, he's wonderful. He's actually very highly regarded in this area. Uh, but uh, I kept telling him, he, you know, I said, you need to tone it down and just be real. You're not playing it for an audience in a movie theater, you know, or in a stage theater. And uh, so just be real. Don't be over the top. You know, and he was great in the film. And then the first day of shooting for this, playing this over the top general, I said, do you remember thing I told you on Healing River about making it real and all that? And he said, yeah. And I said, Disregard that completely. (laughs) And it's equally brilliant. It's very, very funny. Uh, so yeah, working with really gifted actors who uh, have had more experience on, on the stage. Sure.
2: You know, and and I'm glad you kind of brought that up because you know we've talked I've talked to a few people for stories that I've written. Uh, you know some local people that are you know trying to break into the into acting. But one of the things that they've mentioned over the last few years is the ability to be an actor but not have to live in Hollywood. And you're kind of a great example of someone that can be in the film industry with with not having to live in Hollywood full time. Uh, what is it like maybe from your perspective as a as an actor, director, producer to know that you don't have to necessarily go to the center of the Hollywood universe? to do some of the things that you want to do and make some of the films you want to make?
1: Well, it's a little different for a filmmaker than it is for an actor. Now, I happen to have one foot in both worlds, but uh, I am primarily a writer-director, and uh, and I act when I get the chance, and I enjoy it. uh, But for an actor, uh, to make a living just acting for the screen... uh, but generally means you need to be one of the and one of the handful of places where there's a huge amount of activity going on. Um, obviously, LA is this giant pool. Of course, there's also massive competition. I mean, there are probably something like half a million actors auditioning in in LA throughout the year for film and television and so on. Um you've got other uh, other pools in New York and Chicago secondarily, and in recent years, Atlanta. Georgia has become kind of a Hollywood South uh, in the U.S. Uh, Outside of that, other substantial city areas with a big talent pool, like Cincinnati or or Cleveland, uh, uh, actors can make a full-time living, but they can't make a full-time living just doing acting for the screen. Uh, They uh, they tend to be, as they are in Cincinnati, stage actors who also audition for and occasionally do films. Uh, when either Hollywood is producing something here. Uh, There's a dozen, 15 Hollywood films produced in the Cincinnati area of the year. Um, uh, But they'll cast all the lead roles from Hollywood name actors. Uh, There are very, very very few name actors, uh, you know, people whose name helps draw an audience to the film, living outside of, uh, you know, the L.A. or possibly New York area. So yeah, they're they're uh, and some of them are just real class actors. I mean, our, our, our actors in both films have won festival awards for their performances. Interesting. Sure. And they, uh, yeah, they're great. They're absolutely phenomenal. But they write they act on the stage a great deal of the time, which is absolutely. not a drawback. They love it.
0: Right. Definitely, and my, my dog might have a question too, but we'll let him go. My so dog, my,
1: my, which, which
0: species is it or which brand is he all try to speak uh, uh, yeah, it black? Oh, yeah, a yeah, yeah, Terrier yeah, 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 just uh, she she gets annoyed. She's like, "Come talk to me." So maybe that's first time we just start wrapping up. Um, M- Mitch, uh, I definitely get the word out. So Notzilla and Healing Healing River, I uh, definitely check them out. Um, uh, Mitch, we tell us to all of our directors. Our dream is to have a a background role in the movies. So if you ever need a podcaster journalist, let us know. We'll drive you today. <laughs> We're excited. We'll we'll work for free. It'll be fantastic. So, yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, so check out uh, Healing River and uh, NotZilla on a a lot of your favorite, um, you know, places to watch movies. Uh, Amazon Prime and and Tubi. uh, Checked that out. Uh, Just be ready for commercials during weird dialogue moments. But I I get that. I've watched movies on Tubi before, too. And also check out MitchTeamLink.com dot ycom I like it. Every day about noon, you've got some type of a blog post up there. Very good. You talk about faith and acting and all kinds of fun stuff. So, yeah, definitely check out. It's free. Just subscribe. And each day about noon, you get a good blog post to check out. All right. Fantastic. Well, Mitch, as always, it's great to have you on. We're going to make this – not every year. We, we need to talk to you a little bit more often. It's always, enjoyed talking to you. And Craig, our pop culture guy, anytime he can talk to somebody in the RT, he gets a big thrill of it. So <laughs> uh, let's hang up for a second cool. afterwards. Thanks for your patience. And everyone, thanks for checking out the Highland. Uh, as always, lots of high news and pop culture. Um, if you haven't already, subscribe uh, for your favorite podcast provider. Thanks again, everybody. For Mitch, Craig, and my dog. (laughs) Have a great day, everybody. (laughs)